How do aliens organize a party? How? They plan it. Welcome to the Iron Right Tattoo Podcast. All right, man. What are you doing? Things have been uh, pretty crazy lately. Are you? Why are you looking in the ceiling? I don't know. I don't know what you do. It might be in the walls. That's all I'm saying. The aliens? Yeah. It's the, it's the government we need to talk about. <laughs> all right. We got a lot to talk about today. There's been a whole lot going on. And this week is Valentine's Day. It is. But I think this Valentine's Day episode is probably going to turn into more of a conspiracy episode. Yeah, I like that a lot more. However, <clears throat> I had put out something previously on a previous episode of the podcast where I had talked about like, oh, what are some new segments? And I had mentioned short stories. I got a, a couple responses saying we should do the short stories. I've actually been writing short stories. So at what point in the podcast do you think I should read a short story? Should that be like how we start the episode off with a short story? Somewhere I in the say middle? either in the beginning or the end. Well, the end is usually reserved for questions. True. You know what I'm saying? Plus, what if I read one and then we want to have a discussion about it, but we're already like out of time? I got you. So I don't know. What, I mean, genuinely, what do you think would be best? Uh, when you put it like that, I think in the beginning would be a lot better. Start it off with one, yeah. just like straight out of the gate, and then we discuss, and then we move on to like the topic of the day. Yeah, we can get rid of the corny jokes. Oh, you mean like before the intro even? Maybe just like a title thing. I don't know. We got we to gotta keep the jokes. Because plan it, you know? Like plan it. And planet, you know, that was gold. There's a lot going on in the alien world this week. Yeah. AKA the distractions, Project Bluebeam, Ohio chemical spill. We'll get into all that. We'll get into all that. <clears throat> the low functioning people of the world that were too focused on the Grammys are going to believe Bowl. that uh that aliens are here. And I'm Sad to inform you that I do not think that's the case. <laughs> what, what are you doing right now? Just waiting for you to chime in. Just going to um, start staring at you until you contribute. I mean, um, I mean, it would be pretty tight if it was aliens, but it's wishful I mean, thinking. It's not realistically. Aliens. I don't think so. You think aliens have <clears throat> interstellar travel? And make it all the way to our planet, first of all, in a tiny ship, you know? Yeah. Just to be shot down? No. Like, they don't have defenses against ballistic missiles? They can they can interstellar travel, but they don't have a way to defend themselves <laughs> yeah. against a dude in a jet. Well, no, I just imagine, like, they come into, like, our vicinity and they're like, oh, this shit ghetto. I don't know. They go away. I think what's more likely is uh, they either don't exist... Or it's all a massive distraction. 
we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> you want me to start us off with a short story? Uh, yeah. Um, start off uh, with... Um, go, go ahead. Um, uh, I, I'm, just, I'm just... I've been practicing my THs, so... I appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell. You think a lot of that is... Uh, from bullying, yes. From bullying from is good. Roy, yeah. With, because Roy's been bullying you pretty hard about that. Yeah, I know. It's cool. I got a car. <laughs> All right. So let me preface by saying I've decided that I'm going to write another book. Of. So essentially. So I was listening to Stephen King's book on writing, where he talks about writing, the process of it. It's, you know, nonfiction. And uh, he was talking about when he was getting started, that he would submit short stories for publication and how that can still benefit you even to this day in the long run. Because then when you try to submit like a novel to an actual publisher, you can have basically almost like a resume of like, hey, these are the different stories that I've had published. This is where I've had them published, yada, yada, yada. So I start looking up like, okay, like I hear you, Steve, you know. So I started looking up like, because we no longer live in the age of the magazine. So I was like, no. well, where do you publish a short story since magazines don't really exist anymore? So I started Googling stuff, started finding stuff. Um, there are actually a lot of places that will still accept short story publication. So I started looking into those. I started looking into like the stipulations, like the parameters of what you can submit. And, and a lot of them uh, had a word limit. And the one that I found most common, at least, I mean, I literally only looked at like three or four places, but like two of them had a thousand word limit. And so I started to think, uh, like, can I, could I do that? Could I tell a compelling story with only a thousand words? You know what I mean? And then, so that I, I came up with a bunch of prompts of like short stories that I wanted to tell. Uh, I think I have like 11 right now. And, um, the only stipulation is that I cannot go over a thousand words, but I've been writing so many of these short stories that I think I'm actually going to put them out in, in a book called 1000 words. Okay. That's going to be the name of the book. And, and there won't be a single. And and when I say like a thousand words, I just don't go, I won't go over it. Yeah. It's okay if it's under a thousand words, but I won't. And, and, but it's not one, severely under. Well, one I wrote was a thousand words. Another one that I wrote was 999 words, you know, which I could technically go back in and add like an adverb, you know. One was like a thousand and thirty. So I actually went in and like cut out a few whole sentences until I got it down to under a thousand. So, uh, so I want to start off by reading one of these stories. And this one's called The Problem with Technology. Okay. Should I like do voices? Like, do I gotta do the acting? Can too? you do voices? I don't think I can. I'm just gonna read it. All okay. Right. You ready? Yep. <clears throat> me, 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 me. I'll just play. The problem with technology. Yeah. The sun had all but dissipated from the sky, and the leftover tendrils of failing light illuminated the deep woods in front of Tom's car. The trees stood valiant and imposing right where a house and driveway should have been. Tom blinked and wiped at his eyes, fighting off the ghosts of sleep. He hadn't remembered dozing off. 
That's always the thing with dozing off, though, isn't it? His head rotated as he looked at the surroundings. The car had come to rest in a small clearing no more than 20 feet at its widest point, surrounded by trees and waist-high thickets of sawgrass. Tom had inadvertently committed the cardinal sin of the self-driving car revolution. Even so, if everything worked as intended, the, the car still should have wound up parked safely in his driveway. At the very least, it should have been in a neighborhood. Hell, even parked within eyeshot of civilization would have been acceptable. Tom flicked at the tablet, adhered to the dashboard. It didn't respond. He tapped again, albeit a bit more forcefully. Nothing. Technology always seemed to let you down right when you need it the most. He wiped his hands across his thighs the way one does before leaving the house to make sure all of the necessary items are in their pockets. Empty. This presented a whole new problem. Tom popped the door open and stepped out, turning around to get a better view of the floorboard. No cell phone. A quick search under the seat and between the thin cracks where items like to become lost turned up the same result. He breathed an exasperated sigh, hands on hips and head toward the fading sky. For the first time since waking, he started to notice his surroundings. The first thing that came to his attention was the lack of ambient noise. No crickets chirped. No twigs snapped in the distant woods. No distant road noise on the adjacent freeway. The last admonishment brought forth a whole new realization. There was no distant freeway, at least not one he could see or hear from his current vantage point. And where was the road? How had he wound up here without a damned road? Tom's eyes darted back and forth between the woods occupying the space in front of his car and that of the back of his car. What in the hell, he said aloud. The realization settled into his mind like a cold compress on a feverish forehead. The car couldn't possibly be where it was. He couldn't possibly be where he was. There was no single space between any of the trees that would have allowed his car to make it into the clearing, and the trees only seemed to grow thicker and closer as they stretched deeper away. Hello, he shouted into the emptiness. For reasons he couldn't articulate, his voice sounded wrong. Not like a different voice, but like a different form of sound altogether. It was as though the physical properties that control things like audio waves had been altered somehow. Sound wasn't traveling in a way that Tom's ears were used to. He called out again. The same feeling crept over him, somehow feeling more familiar and more alien at the same time. He called again. Tom wasn't sure how much time had passed since he had woken up alone in the clearing. Now that he thought of it, he wasn't sure how much time had passed since he had fallen asleep either. The commute home from work was no more than 30 minutes on a heavy traffic day, and he couldn't have left the office any later than 4.30 or so. Maybe he had stopped to talk to Jeff a little longer than he realized. Even if that were the case, it wouldn't have been after 5, and these long summer days seemed to stretch on later than they had any right to. The setting sun deemed that it had to have been at least 8.30. Had he really been sleeping in his car for over three hours? Tom's mind ran through all of the possibilities and justifications. Maybe road work had thrown off the car's GPS and routed him through a rural area. Sure, a rural area smack dab in the middle of a major metropolitan commute. Then the rural area had suddenly sprouted 40-year-old trees around his car as the asphalt road got up and walked away. And the cow jumped over the moon. Tom ran his fingers through his hair and began pacing. This wasn't right. None of this was right. The laws of physics would have a lot to say about whether this was even possible. He found himself back at the car, frantically digging at any gap wide enough for a cell phone to have been hiding. 
After a few moments, he had cleared the contents of the car, which he kept tidy almost to a fault, and the innards of his briefcase onto the closed hood of the car. It was as if the cell phone had disappeared, just like the road, just like the crickets and the breeze and the sounds of an always bustling city. He was going to have to set out. The world was too populated, too dense to not stumble across some trace of another human in a reasonable amount of time. He breathed another sigh of resignation and leaned his head back on his shoulders, taking in the approaching night sky. The moon was out now. Its light bounced around the sky and reflected off of the trees. It was actually beautiful to see the sky without the pollution of city lights. He suddenly came to realize there was another moon, a second moon, smaller and colored differently, but somehow just as brilliant. Tom's jaw dropped. His hands fell to his side, and his chin quivered at the sight of the alien sky and the thought of what it could mean. A twig snapped just inside the tree line. The end. Is it? And what was the name of that again? The Problem with Technology. <clears throat> it was pretty good. It was pretty short. That's a thousand words. Kind of leaves saying. it it's, open to your own interpretation. Well, that's why I think I like it because you don't you, you don't get to get hung up in like the character development. You know, it's literally just like a snapshot, like a little moment in time where the reader gets to fill out the rest of the story. You know, like, yeah. where is he? How did he get there? What was that sound in the woods? I don't know. I like that stuff. You know, it was pretty good. Um, well, thank you. So that's one of the short stories. I think I've written like five so far. That's one of them. Maybe I'll do one on every episode. Maybe I'll never do another one. And I'll make you buy the book if you want to hear more. I don't know. But yeah. Um, so and see, yeah, and we're we're 14 minutes in. So it's probably like a like a 10 minute read, a thousand words. Yeah. Like, like 10 minutes, you know. And since we struggle for content on this podcast, I think any 10 minutes we can eat up is a good 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? 10 minutes. What? You said 10 minutes. I know. Why? You have nothing to add, so you're <laughs> no. just repeating. Yeah. 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you know the 10 minutes, you know. Breathe it in. How do you see that? I don't know. Story idea. And, that, and I think that was a struggle that I've found with like at least three out of the five that I've written so far mm -hmm. is that like I want to keep going. Like I want to explore them a little deeper. I feel like there's like a whole story there. But I think that's like part of the fun is like how do I create a character, a vibe, like a setting, yeah. a conflict – and like leave on a cliffhanger and I only have yeah. like a thousand words, like 10 minutes to do that. Yeah. And it's, it's actually really challenging. Well, yeah. Cause a lot of, uh, a lot of that was like a uh, world building. Like you're setting sure. the atmosphere, describing like the area yeah. and whatnot. And, and um, the, uh, the mystery, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, because I mean, like what if, what if you fell asleep in your self-driving Tesla and you just woke up? Somewhere you weren't supposed to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> It'd be wild. And that was like my whole thought. That was the prompt I gave myself. Man falls asleep in a self-driving car. He wakes up where he's not supposed to be. Then I just started writing, and that's what came out. So, 
yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. I've gotten pretty heavy back into writing lately. And I'd say I've gotten really heavy back into painting lately, which means I haven't been like uh, playing video games or like watching a lot of movies. I've been watching a ton of cops. Yeah. Because I'll, I can watch cops while I paint, you know? Yeah, I got you. So why, why cops? Though? Dude, why not cops? Live you know? PD's pretty good. Live PD's okay, yeah. But the Redbox channel and the Pluto channel just have a 24-hour cops yeah. channel, like on those apps. Yeah. You know, because it's like live TV is what they call it, but it's not actually live TV. No, it's just on a loop. It's on a loop. But yeah, they have a 24-hour cops channel. And what I recently discovered, because I got to a point on the Redbox app where I, I was seeing all the same episodes, mm-hmm. you know? So I started the Cops channel on the Pluto app, and I saw episodes that I had never seen. So I think they have a 24-hour Cops channel, but it's also, like, different episodes than what's on the Redbox channel. Yeah. Or... Yeah, I could have like just... Like, certain days, they different play certain spot episodes. in the loop. Yeah. That's, that's entirely possible. But, like, three different days in a row, I came to the shop, set up my painting stuff, turned on the TV, and it was, like, episodes I had already seen. Mm. And then, like, that night, I go home, set up my painting stuff, turn on the TV, and it was episodes I'd already seen. Mm. So I feel like I've I've seen most of the loop, you know? When you see all the episodes, what's next? Then I'll switch to Live PD. And I, I downloaded Pluto because somebody told me there was a Live PD channel on Pluto. And there is not, but there is a cops channel. And they it might seems have just to be confused. a different cops channel. So, yeah. Cops, writing, and painting. That's what I've been doing lately. What you been up to? Um, well, uh, since last time... You tattooed my hands. Tattooed your hands. A lot. Um, a lot's happened. Yeah, I'm trying to like think back on it. I got tattooed by Maddie. She did that yeah. tribal blast over. Uh, we hired Gigi to work the counter on the yeah. days where we didn't have counter help. Um, I'm trying to think of anything crazy's happened. Uh, I, I'm not going to say anything at all because I don't want uh like single anyone out. But we we had um. A very uncomfortable client who I thought disappeared oh. inside the shop somewhere uh, to the point yeah. where I had to actually check the security camera footage to make sure that he left. Um, he did spend a considerable amount of time crouching in the dark corner of the lobby behind a wall where no one could see him. That was weird. I'm going to leave that there. I feel like I've already said too much, you know, <laughs> uh, but uncomfortable to say the least. That yeah. was weird. Um, um we tried watching that Skin of Marink movie, oh, God. and that movie was fucking God. terrible. There is a, so it's it's called analog horror. Okay, is that the genre? That's the genre, and it's predominantly experimental. But that movie is an hour and forty minutes of still shots of corners of rooms. Yeah, and nothing else. Like the entire movie will be like a shot of the top of a door jam. And then the shot of like a nightlight that yeah. runs for 30 seconds. And then the shot of the corner where the carpet meets the wall that runs for 30 seconds. And you kind of hear some weird sounds. It got to the point, we watched it for 10 minutes. And then we just started fast forwarding, seeing yeah. like like the little thumbnails that happen when you fast forward. Because we that's trying all the to movie see. is. Yeah. 
and we were trying to see like do any of the thumbnails like look different like yeah. where something has happened you know and no it's an hour 40 minutes of that no. and oh my and it's so hyped up oh. on social media it, and, it's like, pe- it's it's people trying to appear like deep and yeah, introspective yeah. like oh you didn't like it you just don't get it yeah you know and, like, and i think the only people that like that movie were probably fucking high off their mind uh dude and even, just like stuck in the couch and just well, couldn't look away and i read like the i went and read reviews because i wanted to see what people were saying yeah. you know and you could literally tell who was like sniffing their own farts and who was <laughs> yeah. like real you know it'd be like this movie's retarded what are you guys talking about yeah. and then the very next comment was like it evokes emotions from childhood, and it really, if you if you need a plot, then maybe this movie isn't for you. That was literally what one of the reviews <laughs> said. Yes, I want my movie to have a plot. I'm sorry, I don't want to hear static with weird voices that you can't tell what they're saying because they're so discordant and ominous and while would, looking at a nightlight for an hour and 40 minutes. And it's either you have to have the subtitles on and then you know what's about to be said like 10 minutes Shit. before. Because the subtitles or, are bugged. Or yeah. you have to have your TV blasted at max volume to hear anything. And it has this terrible fucking filter over it. The, the whole, whole movie is static. It's literally like watching... Um, uh, the TV and Poltergeist. No, no. It's like uh, almost like when you would try to get the nudie channels through the static. You know what I'm saying? I ain't that old. Well, when I was a kid, there were these channels that like where they would play like the boobs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the whole channel would be like like glitched out and staticky unless you paid you for it. This. Yeah, but every <laughs> once in a while, you'd literally get like two frames of like <laughs> one whole titty. And you'd be like, eh. That was, and that was enough to carry you, you know? But what I'm saying is, like, that's kind of how this movie looks. Like, it's halfway between static and video. Like, if you were to take a, a static, like, TV static, and turn the opacity down to, like, 40% to where you could see through the static, and then just lay that filter on top of video. So it's an hour and 40 minutes of that. Skin a marink is so what it's called. Steer clear. You said it was 50%? 40%. No, you said like it's fifty percent, fifty percent. What you say? The movie. I don't remember saying that. Oh, I thought you said like it's fifty percent this, fifty percent that. No, I said if you took the static and you turned the opacity down to forty percent, and then laid it on top of the movie, you were probably zoning out a little bit. That's okay. Maybe I did say it. Maybe I'll hear it back in the playback. I'm like, oh, that's what he's like. It's fifty percent this, fifty percent that, and a hundred percent ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sucks. It sucks. Um, and uh, it's also, one of those like they're hyping it on social media, yeah. and it is very different. But that doesn't it mean it's, it's not good. good. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good. Um, you could literally make a more in, like like my iPhone. I have made short horror films. I sent you one that was like yeah, two yeah. minutes long. That was literally more entertaining. Yeah, you know was. what I mean. And that was like me playing because we had a power outage and I was bored. Yeah, I mean, if a movie is so <clears throat> boring, you can zone out. Then it's not a good movie. Maybe if you were in like a deprivation tank, you know, and that was playing like in 360 all the way around you and you had headphones in where all you could hear was the movie, then maybe it would like suck you in and make you feel uncomfortable and you start like hallucinating or something. Mm -hmm. Maybe like a ton of drugs would make this movie good. That's what I was saying. Like, I feel like the only people that really liked it were like people high off their mind. You would have to be. 
And like it would have to be like psychedelics, not like weed. Like you'd yeah. have to be on like acid or something. Yeah. And not even like it doesn't look like an acid trip. It no. just looks like dog shit. <laughs> like half the half the shots, you can't even tell what you're actually looking at because it's all like almost pitch black and it yeah. has the static filter over it. So half the shots are literally just corners of a room, and then the other half are like, I'm not 100% what I'm looking at. Yeah. Well, I also watched, uh, I don't know if it's The or just Possum. Uh, I think it's called Possum. Uh, Straight up Possum. That movie was pretty boring. But that's kind of the same vibe. It's like somebody trying to make almost like an art film, horror movie, you know? I mean, like. And I didn't get it. I didn't either. There's like the, two scenes in the whole movie where it's like, oh, that looks kind of creepy. And yeah. you literally will see those in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. And the rest is just boring, black and white, you know. It's not black and white. It does I have like a sepia were. Like, filter I, yeah, or some shit. I felt like it was like a made to look old. Yeah. Maybe that's why I think it looks black and white. But like the puppet itself looks kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, like it starts moving, but that's a, that's really it. Yeah, I'm ready for some like more heavy hitter horror movies to come out because the the pool is uh, a little low right yeah. now. I did see a knock at the cabin. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. I don't think we talked about it no, on we the haven't. podcast though. <clears throat> I enjoyed it. Uh, it wasn't as good as I was hoping it was going to be. Especially, I might have been too excited about it. Uh-huh. One thing that I did not realize going into it because I just know that it's the new M Night Shyamalan film. But M. Night Shyamalan is a writer-director, mm-hmm. so the M. Night Shyamalan movies, like, he wrote those and directed them. Uh, whereas this one, like, during the opening credits, it said, like, based on the novel Cabin at the End of the World by yeah. so-and-so. And so that was kind of all. I was like, oh. Like, I was hoping, like, Shyamalan wrote this. Mm-hmm. But it seems like he just adapted it from a book that he liked. So uh, because of that, um, there is definitely a Shyamalan quality that's missing from it, especially um, like the whole fun of watching a Shyamalan movie. It's almost like Alfred Hitchcock where you're waiting to see what the twist is, the big reveal at the end. And uh, this movie, I don't want to give anything away. It's still new enough that I don't want to spoil it, but it it didn't have that. But it wasn't a bad movie, right? No, no, it was entertaining. It just um, didn't have that twist. I might have actually enjoyed it more had it not been a Shyamalan film. Because mm-hmm. then I wouldn't have held it to like the standard yeah. that I hold his movies to. No, I get you know that. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if literally anybody else had directed it, I'd be like, that was awesome. But because he did it, I was like, mm. I was like hoping it would be more of a him movie. Because there's been like, I think three movies that he's done that he didn't write. And those are the ones that like aren't like Shyamalan movies. Like he literally uh, did The Last Airbender. Yeah. You know, and that... I actually thought it was pretty good, but I don't know shit about the cartoon, so I've been told that I'm wrong. <laughs> but I feel yeah. like it, it's yeah. there's a lot of stuff wrong with it. But like, like for instance, like the bald kid, Ang. Yeah, his name is Ang, but in the movie they call him Ong. But is that not like who's to say it's supposed to be pronounced Ang and not Ong? The cartoon, the the Americanized cartoon. Ong is probably well, it is a an more, American cartoon. Is it? Yeah. It's from Nickelodeon. Hmm. I didn't know that. I yeah. thought it was an adaptation. It, no, no, no. It's actually an American cartoon. Okay. Then, yeah. I guess so. I guess It's then. just like that. It's if like they created he, it, then they should be able to say, like, this yeah. is how you pronounce his name. But I think he, he, he wanted to probably take more of, like, a like a cultural well, approach to it, uh, too. His, his kids liked it. 
Yeah. That's the only reason he, he made that entire movie because his kids like the cartoon. You know, like I think he's actually the one that pitched like, hey, what if we made a live action movie? Uh, Lady in the Water was a story that he wrote as a bedtime story for his kids. And they asked him to make a movie. So he went out and did it. I think that stuff's cool. You know, yeah. I like that. I, that's why maybe I don't hate The Last Airbender because I'm like, they weren't necessarily trying to monopolize and make this commercial success. He was mm. just trying to make something that his kids would enjoy. And I'm like, you know, I, I can respect that. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't really care for it that much. But like I said, I, the like, cartoon has no special place in my heart. So I watched the movie because he directed it, and I already knew like it's based on the cartoon. It's not his story, so I didn't hold it to that standard. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it. It just seemed like any other stupid CG action movie. Like yeah. you know, like it's not going to win any awards. But I don't hate it either. It's a good way to kill an hour and a half. Uh, speaking of CG action movies. Have you seen the trailers for the new Guardians, Indiana Jones? Uh, yes, no, and yeah, we watched the Flash one yesterday. Yeah. Well, that's a whole other thing. We'll go into that in a minute. <laughs> you know, speaking of new CG action movies, uh, have you watched the news? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not. Uh, it's actually time for an ad break. We'll be right back. We're going to get into that when we get back. We'll be right back. with Madonna's hideous face at the Grammys and that satanic Rihanna (laughs) at the Super Bowl. Which looked like a Super Smash Brothers stage. Uh, Man, the the whole, like, using the satanic imagery to sell stuff, like, what was that Sam dude? Yeah. You know, it's so tired at this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's not... Anyway, I'm so over it. Uh, so apparently, UFOs are just popping up left and right, and we're just shooting them down like a video game. Yeah, Independence Day, but like on a tiny scale where we're just using missiles to shoot balloons out of the sky. Space invaders. And people are going off about this, right? And here's the thing. I'll just watch a TikTok, and this lady made such a damn valid point, right? Because I'm going to get labeled as a conspiracy theorist by saying, these aren't aliens, these aren't UFOs, this is our government distracting us from stuff, like the massive uh, chemical spill that's happened in Ohio that nobody knows about, 
or the fact that Epstein's flight logs are finally going to be released to the public that nobody's talking about Mm -hmm. because we're all talking about UFOs all of a sudden. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm a conspiracy theorist for saying this is a manufactured distraction, just like the last five years have been. When the people that aren't the conspiracy theorists are the ones who believe that our government is shooting UFOs out of the sky. That's that's the non-conspiracy opinion. And me saying, no, these aren't aliens. This is a distraction makes me the conspiracy theorist. That's insanity. Like the whole world's on its head. This is bizarre world we're living in. Yeah, and you know they're not going to show like what these UFOs yeah. Let me look see, like. let me see the wreckage. Yeah. You know, you're telling me we're shooting this stuff down and not immediately going to collect what it is that we've shot down and figure out what the hell it is. Mm-hmm. If it is truly an unidentified flying object, we're not going to go identify it immediately, and we're going to publicly, right? broadcast the news that we're shooting this stuff down, but then not publicly say this is what it is that we've shot down. Yeah. It's fishy. It doesn't make sense. No. It's like a a bad movie, like a poorly (laughs) written movie. You know what I mean? Like if this was a movie, we would all be looking at it like these, these plot holes don't make sense. Why wouldn't they, why wouldn't they release what it was they shot down after telling everyone they shot something down? Wouldn't every person on the planet, if this was real, want to be like, we want to see the UFO. Show us the UFO. We need to see the wreckage. We, You know? Yeah. Like, well, what is happening? It. What is happening? Well. Talk to me. These people that think that don't even look for the plot holes. That's, that movies. think what? That, that it's real? That it's like real UFOs and like. Aliens. And Here's whatnot. my thing. I'd like to talk about Project Bluebeam. Okay. Project Bluebeam is a project where a fake alien invasion is going to be staged that kills real people. And the deaths of the real human beings are going to be blamed on a fake alien invasion. But the real killer is. What the government? Yeah. Well, and and that's another thing. If they stage this fake alien invasion where all the countries have to band together, then that's just pushing us one step closer to a one world government. Yeah. The new world order. One unified currency. But of course, I am but a lowly conspiracy theorist who is crazy. He's crazy, man. You know? I just, I don't get it. I don't get how easily people will swallow and regurgitate the bullshit that they're fed. Well. Like, I just take it as truth. Like, the smallest level of critical thinking should be able to look at the news and be like, yo, this is bullshit. Yeah. You know? You're doing that thing you do every Monday morning. Sorry. Do I just bore you so much? That you you got to get sleepy time no. in the middle of the podcast. Like I, I yawn. I'm sorry. They're big yawns though, like where you get the the little wet in your eyes. You know, a little, Stop. little glassy eyes. Stop. <laughs> it's true. But no, 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 no. Um, 
you also got to look at like the way society is now too. Like what? a lot of people stupid. Lack, yeah. Yes. Lack common sense. Critical thinking is at an all time low. So it's not really surprising when people were told to me. Oh, if you just get acting this way, your fifth booster, you'll finally be safe. And Nobody people don't have the booster. people don't have the critical thinking skills to be like, why wasn't I safe on the first four? <laughs> why didn't the initial vaccination keep me safe? It didn't stop me from spreading. It didn't stop me from catching it. What was it vaccinating? Common sense? Apparently. Damn. I, I told you, I told you episode one <laughs> what this podcast was gonna turn into. And society is forcing my hand, Nathan. I don't want to be this person. I think you kind of do. They're making me this person because I'm able to actually use the brain that the good Lord gave me for more than how do I buy these retarded giant red boots that everybody's getting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. That's the society we live in. Damn, Sonic, the Sonic 3000s just dropped. I need them boots. You know? Yeah. Like Ronald McDonald would look at those boots and be like, ugh. Not Pac-Man, though. Pac-Man ain't got feet. Yeah, he does. He does on the art on the side of the cabinet. Yeah, and they're big red boots. But the actual character himself anyway, is a, a, a slice of pie uh, missing from a hole. Yeah. A hole piece you know a whole pie missing like two slices <laughs> in short intervals where it goes from missing no slices to missing two slices over the course of you know eight frames i would say oddly specifically yes. eight frames <laughs> yellow <gotcha>. black eye <laughs> waka 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 <laughs> no uh, uh what, what is are... <laughs> what is happening you know what I'm saying? Well, the world is getting dumber and dumber every day. Like, dude, it, it, and it's like, I don't understand. You have to be willfully ignorant to turn, to like shut your brain off to the point that you can't see what conspiracy theorists are seeing. When we watched 9-11, it looked like a movie happening on the news. It looked like what you would see in a movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We watched three buildings come down due to a quote-unquote fire, which would be the first three skyscrapers in the history of the world to ever collapse from a fire. And all three just happened to happen on the same day. Three separate fires. You know what I'm saying? Critical thinking, boom, out the window. <laughs> we saw COVID start. They couldn't tell you where it came from. Then they started telling you where it came from. Then they start pushing all this stuff and locking us down for what literally equated to a bad cold. You know what I'm saying? And now we've got star athletes in the prime of their life dropping dead on the on the playing field. Like on an almost weekly basis we're hearing this stuff since the vaccinations have been pushed. Yeah, and somehow Magic Johnson's still alive. Critical thinking right out the window. <laughs> Nobody wants to examine that. Now we've got UFOs. We had a Chinese satellite which I actually believe that one. Yeah. But why did it fly over American airspace for a week before we shot it down? And now we got UFOs and we're shooting them down in the same 20 minutes that we see them. Every day this week we've shot something down. And now China has come out and said, oh, we have a UFO too. We're going to shoot it down. What the hell is happening? 
You know what I'm saying? And like I, I, I don't understand why it takes massive amounts of computing power for the critical thinking involved for people to be able to look at this and say like, this is bullshit. Like I don't believe this. Yeah, and you know what? It all starts with the schools. <sighs> that, I, mean, I don't. That's I, a whole other story. I don't think critical thinking is taught in schools anymore. No, ideology is taught in the school. Yeah. It's all indoctrination, and it's always been indoctrination. But that indoctrination has become more damaging and more progressive, like by the day. Mm-hmm. By the day, it gets to the point where it's like scary to even think about what they're trying to teach your kid in school mm-hmm. and what they're not teaching your kid in school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm 36 years old. I have to pay another human being to do my taxes because I don't know how the hell to do my taxes. Which should have been taught in school. But do you know what the mitochondria is? Go ahead, say it. The powerhouse of the it's cell. It's the damn powerhouse of the cell. Why do I know that? Why do I know the Pythagorean theorem so I can draw snakes getting stabbed for people's forearms every day? Ah! You know? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I am a conspiracy theorist. And it's because my brain actually works. You should be too. Question the things around you. Question the things you're being told. The same people that believe the UFOs are real, right? If you, anyone, you approach anyone on an individual basis, anyone on the street, say like, hey, you trust your government? You think they have your best interest at heart? I had 99% of people like, no, I don't trust the government. But then the government comes out and says like, we're shooting down UFOs like hotcakes. And they're like, damn, I believe it. (laughs) I believe it. Thank you, Daddy Government, for keeping my skies safe. Where's Will Smith in all this? You know? Why isn't he at the mothership blowing that thing up? Yeah. Which we talked about him yesterday. Because he made the oh, pose. That's another thing. See, uh, and that's what I'm lightning. saying. So much is going on right now. <laughs> a photographer captured a bolt of lightning striking the Christ statue. In uh, where's Rio? Paulo. I think it, is it Brazil? Yes. Yeah, somewhere in Brazil. In the head, perfect image captured in time. Christ with his outstretched arms and a bolt of lightning shooting him in the head. You know what I'm saying? If that's not indicative of the times that we're living in, I don't know what is. With the caption, looks like I need to straighten up. That's what Will Smith. Said. Yeah, that's he, what said, he said. All right, I hear you. <laughs> I'm straightened up. You can't take that slap back, Will. <sighs> yeah, it's, it's a very... Uh, it's a weird time to be alive. Yeah. It's like we're watching all of our crappiest movies come to life. Mm-hmm. Like, not even the, the good ones. No. You know? It's like we're seeing the Hollywood movies, and, and I enjoy these movies, okay? But they were written with the sole intent of catering to low-functioning people. I'm talking like stupid action movies. You know what I'm saying? We're watching these come to life in front of our eyes. And that's the world we're raising our children in. You know? That's the world we're leaving behind for them. And I think it's just going to get worse. And 
I think it's going to get worse from a religious standpoint. It's no secret that I am religious. It's no secret that I uh, <clears throat> believe, you know, in 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 uh, time prophecy, and I do a lot of research into what that looks like from a biblical standpoint and how that relates to the world we're living in today. Okay, but you don't have to be religious to look at the world we're in and say like this ain't normal. Yeah. Like everything's going off the rails. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um what's next? What is next? And that's the thing is like okay. Let's for the sake of argument let's just assume I'm right and it's mm-hmm. all bullshit, okay? This isn't um a prank by the government. <laughs> They're not all laughing, slapping their knees right now and be like, we got them so good. Like <laughs> this, this serves a purpose, right? Mm-hmm. So what's the purpose, you know? And there's multiple purposes. There's even purposes that are conspiracy theory for religious people like myself, okay? Um, and that is to say that most of what's talked about in the book of Revelation where Christ comes back for his people, right? And raptures them, so to speak, is what the Bible calls it. You know, the people that are still alive on earth that are going to heaven, Christ comes back and just takes them, takes them to heaven, right? Um, So there's already people saying that they, in the government, know the Bible's real because they all worship Satan, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And they know the rapture's coming soon based on everything that the Bible says, so they're manufacturing this alien thing so that way when a million people disappear off the planet, they can just say like, oh, they were abducted by aliens, you know? Which, again, like, now my problem with that as a Christian is that the Bible actually says that no no man knows the hour or day that Mm -hmm. Christ will return, okay? But there's a lot of context clues that tell you this is what the world is going to look like when Christ returns. And every description of that world is happening right now in our world. You know what I'm saying? Like more so than it ever has. Um, so there's a lot There's a lot going on that it's like, what? what is this? Why are they doing this? If I'm right, you know, I could be wrong. Maybe it's aliens. I just think it's silly that the aliens have sent these tiny defenseless crafts across interstellar space and time. You know what I mean? They've traveled light years to get to us just to make no contact, float harmlessly, and let themselves get shot down by a ballistic missile. That seems far-fetched to me. It seems far-fetched that you would have the technology to travel light years but not the technology to defend yourself from a missile. Yeah. You know? Like they got here and just, damn, didn't see that coming. <laughs> you know? Wow. Shit. Um, Imagine traveling to an unknown world, okay? And not taking a single means of defense. That would be like a, you know... Christopher Columbus, I don't know, some explorer, you know, the Vikings set out to go pillage and they're like, damn, we left the swords back in the house, (laughs) you know? Dang. Yeah. Um, We didn't bring one shield. Not one of y'all thought to bring a shield. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like this, 
idea I'm completely pulling out of my ass, but what if they just like sent like recording drones or something? You know what I mean? Why does every one of them have a different description? And they all show up in the same week? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some little fishy. Yeah. I don't really think. I, I mean, if there was aliens that ever planted and take over to Earth, I think they would have done it by now. I, that's what, uh, to, to have the technology for interstellar travel, they are already significantly more technologically advanced than us. Yeah. They, ha- they would have to be. There is zero chance that they have the same technological advances that we have except for interstellar travel. You know, mm-hmm. you don't get to that point without everything being at that point. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So there is zero chance that that this is even remotely real. Now, something else that I had heard was that uh, due to the state of the world that we're in right now um, and the fact that it seems like war is sort of on the fence. Looming, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think the doomsday clock got set to like 10 seconds to midnight or something crazy like that. Um, and North Korea just had a parade where they literally brought all their nuclear missiles out on semi trucks and paraded them through the street and stuff, like trying to show how many they had, you know? So I had heard that it was possible that like our air defense systems had had their uh, like sensitivity adjusted. Mm hmm to be able to pick up more things in the sky. And so now we're just seeing things that were already there. Like they've probably been there for years, you know, Mm -hmm. satellites and weather balloons and shit like that. And now we're seeing them, you know, but it's still, uh, it, it, that doesn't sit well with me. That doesn't make sense to me. And the way the media has handled this, making this whole big like hubbub about it. Well, even, if they, and, and it's like everything happening in our world is this massive distraction. We've got the Grammys, the Super Bowl, like, ooh, must watch sports ball. Oh, did you see those silly commercials? Oh, there's UFOs getting shot down. Anytime this massive dump of information happens like that, every time, every time, without fail, there is something major happening on a political scale that's not being talked about in the news every mm-hmm. single time. You know? Yeah. So my default when stuff like this starts happening is like, okay, what are they not telling us? You know, if we're all looking at the sky, what are we not looking at? Is it the Epstein flight logs? Is it the fact that the chemicals spilled in Ohio? Is it the fact that North Korea's trying to, you didn't hear about that either, did you? No. Yeah, nobody did. The news isn't talking about how many nukes North Korea is parading in the streets of their own city just to show them off, you know? So, like, what is it we're not hearing? What's the thing? Or the collection of things? Or is it not a thing, but this is manufactured dissent because of the next goal, which leads to the next goal, which leads to the next goal? And it is one world government or something like that, you know? Because, I mean, think about it. What would it take for all the governments in the world to work together to create one world government? It would have to create a common enemy. Aliens. We're all on Earth, right? So the only way we can have a common enemy is if it is something not from Earth. You know? What are we all going to do? Turn on Antarctica? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make sense. Because we couldn't couldn't take a superpower 
Russia, China, any of the superpowers of the world and say like, oh, well, they're our enemies. So now it's one world government except for China, which is still its own. Go- like, yeah. The goal is for it all to be together. So the only way to do that is if we have a common threat that, oh, we all have to put our differences aside and work together because there's aliens. And even say that that does happen. How the fuck are people not going to like get the hint? <clears throat> Like, this is all, like, manufactured, you know? Well, I mean, but but I, so much has been manufactured that people still refuse to believe. Yeah, well, I'm that's a firm I'm belief. I with. became a conspiracy theorist because of 9-11. Because the shit was not adding up. And I started digging deeper and finding more stuff that didn't add up. And the information that I found led, like, pointed way more toward government collusion and cover-up than it did terrorist attack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's when I started kind of questioning stuff, right? But to this day, people will defend 9-11. It was a terrorist attack. And, and I think it was, but I think it was a terrorist attack that we were directly involved in making happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The information is just too coincidental. And, and so that's what I'm saying is people are so blinded to their reality that people like me who want to dig deeper and know what's going on are labeled the crazy ones because yeah. people are willing to live in their pods and eat their cricket paste. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's that's just how society <clears throat> is now and the majority of people can't see past that. Sure. And and I don't think and I think that like like we were talking about critical thinking is at an all-time low. Mm-hmm. That has been manufactured. You know what I mean? The food we eat, our education system, the television shows, all the stuff that we watch, social media. Mm -hmm. Like, we have been systematically dumbed down over the course of two generations. You know? The average child today is significantly dumber, regardless of the amount of information that they have at their fingertips. They have no ability to retain that information. Yeah. You know? It's been, like, bred out of us, almost. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. And it, why? Because if enough people are critically thinking and questioning everything, then this manufactured dissent all comes crumbling down because it looks like a bad Hollywood movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why we've had bad Hollywood movies for the past 40 years, to prepare us for stuff like this. We've been seeing aliens in movies for 40 years, which is why all of a sudden they're saying, hey, UFOs are real and aliens exist. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, that's crazy. LOL, smiley face. And that, like, that's, you know, that's the, because we've been desensitized to it for the past 40 years. 1977 is when Star Wars came out. It's all programming. Yeah, 100%. And, what's his name? Klaus? Schwab? Uh, I'm not even going to go down that. We are, we are programmed. Yeah. And, and And I'm no better. I still have my programming. Yeah. I'm just, like, fighting like hell to get out of it. And I yeah. don't think there's enough people fighting. Well, I think in like the past, like, I want to say like maybe like 60, 70 years, it's been uh, more, uh, what would be the right term? Um, not frequent, but uh, we're seeing like the results of it here recently sure but i think they've been trying to uh program uh people for the longest time since probably like the 100 percent, 100 percent. 
and now it's just becoming I mean, more and, and more and this more. This could even literally go like, back to Roswell in yeah. the 50s. You know what I mean? Like, we, we don't know how far it goes back. And we don't even know what's true. And that's the saddest part is I've become yeah. so distrustful of anything that the government or the media has to say that they could literally be telling me the truth. And I would refuse to believe it. And I think most people would. You know what I mean? Yeah. Most people think this UFO thing is this weird, neat distraction, but I don't think anybody actually believes it because I don't think people, I don't know. I think people hope it's true for like the meme, the meme, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or cause like, whoa, that'd be crazy. But I, I don't know that anyone actually like, where's the panic? Where's the panic in the streets? Yeah. Cause you would think people would be, you know, flipping shit. Yeah. And like there'd be riots in the street and stuff. Yeah. You know? I mean, where's the, where's the reaction? Where's the reaction to it all? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just Where's the demand for answers? I don't know. I think it was kind of fishy from the start when they were casually just like, oh, yep, UFOs. You know? So, an alien lands in your backyard. Yeah. And says, will you be my valentine? <laughs> Am I going to be its valentine? You coughing or not? <laughs> Is it a boy or a girl? You don't know. It's an alien. So maybe it's a Gleesorp, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they got the whole, they have more. What's it look like? Is it looking like Gamora? Like, what? what is okay, it? Okay, mustache, but, like, mad caked up. And again, and then maybe it has girl parts, but then it also has something that looks like maybe it's a boy part. Like you just I'm don't, you just it. don't know what no, it is. I'm killing it. You killing it? Yeah. And you know what? I'm keeping it to myself. What I'm if not you start anybody know about it? An interstellar war. It was like mm, Valentine, Malak, <laughs> and you were like, oh, "Is that a pee pee?" <laughs> That's how the war starts. Is that intergalactic sexism or what? I think so. You think so? I think so. But then I'm also a hero. Do you uh, know what I'm saying? Maybe to a specific community, you know? The American people is the you community could, you, I want to be a hero to. I don't know. You don't think so? What would you do? What if you started the war? And all you had to do was like make out with the alien, and you could have saved our people. Are you a hero now? <laughs> you know, man. You know, <laughs> I'm not. We haven't even like exchanged like numbers or anything. Maybe yeah. that's not the social norm on his planet. <laughs> you know, his. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're just assuming alien genders? Now? No, but uh, I'm using my earthling terms because he's uh, a Gleesorp. A Gleesorp. I don't yeah, know I what you. that, we don't have a word for that. It's like a gender that doesn't exist, like a lot of them. So we, <laughs> so I'm going to, I have to say he because I don't, we do, okay. Glee Glay. All right. <laughs> Glee Glay. So, so on Gliz Planet, okay. Glee wouldn't, uh, Exchange numbers first. Okay. That's not how Glay do it. Glay just flip out his Glizop? 
You glugging? <laughs> to save me and my species, our children. And no. I just said, I said, be Valentine. You the one that went straight to the Glizop. No, you brought up the Glizop first. I know you said Glizop. I said Glee Glay. I said maybe he has something that might look like boy parts. We can rewind the tape. You Glee Glaying me right now? I'm glucking. <laughs> to, save, to save the species? What if Glee's cute? I don't know. This is a lot of pressure. Um, I guess. <laughs> Give me the Glee Z. Glizorp. I think Glee gonna take a little break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hey, Josh here. Just a quick reminder, if you're enjoying the Iron Right Tattoo podcast, it really helps us to beat the algorithm with likes, comments, and shares. If you haven't subscribed already, please do that, and don't forget to hit that bell. And if you haven't already done so, please leave us a review. Thanks. All right, we back. We'll save that little bit of information you just found for another episode. Yeah. Let's just say some of them flight logs coming out. Yeah. Not surprised. It's looking about exactly like we thought it was going to. Uh, anyway. I'm, I'm exhausted by this episode mentally. We're only an hour in. I know we have one question. But is there anything maybe more uplifting, more positive you'd like to talk about before you know we get into the questions? I might have a couple. Okay, tell me. Um, two words. Michael Keaton. <laughs> I said positive and uplifting. That is uplifting. What do you? I have two words for you. What? Ezra Miller. Uh huh. Michael Keaton is not the star of that movie. We're renaming Ezra Miller's in it twice, bro. He plays himself (laughs) twice in that movie. We're talking about The Flash, for those that don't know, starring Ezra Miller. Why don't you tell people a little bit about Ezra Miller? Uh, He's a piece of shit. There you go. How? Um, what didn't he like? He like kidnapped somebody. Yeah, and like I think like even like at gunpoint there was like sexual uh, allegations made. He was on the run, like holding people hostage, holding people hostage. The laws couldn't find him. He was running all over. One dude wanted a star of the Flash movie. And all of this came out, what, a year ago? This was happening? It's been like the last year. And, and a half. DC has still chosen to move forward with this movie starring that person. Because they know it's going to make them the most money. If that doesn't tell you Hollywood, <laughs> like where their priorities lie in yeah. a nutshell, nothing will. You know what I'm saying? 
and people like you are going to give them your money because Michael Keaton's back as Batman for two minutes. You know what I'm saying? I might pirate the movie. <laughs> no, you're not. You're going to pay for it. You're probably going to see it in theaters and just not tell me because you know I'll judge you. No, I'm most likely going to tell you, and then you're just going to tell me to shut up. I think James Gunn has all his eggs in the Flash basket. And the Flash, literally, go watch the trailer if you haven't seen it. He also had his eggs in the flight logs. Literally, Multiverse of Madness and No Way Home. And you can say, uh, DC did it first in the comic books. We're talking cinematic universe. They are literally doing the same story that Marvel did for the past three years. This movie has been pushed back so many years. It's been delayed twice. Because DC is ass. I've been telling you this. I as long that. as I've known you, DC is ass. If I, I will give this movie anything... At least it doesn't look like a Zack Snyder movie. I think some of the CGI looks better than no. some Marvel movies. That's factually inaccurate. No, it's not. You have what I like to call rose-colored glasses. They're not. Because you cannot get Batman's wiener out of your face. You can't. You can't do it. I'm not saying all. I'm talking about the CGI. I ain't even talking about Batman. You're no, you're talking about any and every excuse that you're willing to make for this travesty of a movie with this travesty of a, of a main star because of your weird obsession with Batman. Look, <laughs> I'm not looking, I'm not even okay. If Batman wasn't in it, I would definitely be less hyped, and if Ezra Miller was. Not a complete, total piece of shit. I would still be looking forward to the movie. But you're willing to let the horrible human being that Ezra Miller is and the horrible human beings that are allowing this movie to go forward in spite of who Ezra Miller is, you're willing to push all that aside because member berries. And that's the problem in a nutshell with the world. Maybe. Our own morals, our own moral compass that guides us is frail and weak, and it will break at the moment's notice of something being inconvenient to our own comfort. You know what I'm saying? Your moral compass stops as soon as Michael Keaton, dressed in a black latex suit, comes into play. You know? Like, I feel like, I'd be like, hey, uh... I had this ticket to Epstein's Island. Do you want it? He'd be like, no. And I'd be like, yo, Michael Keaton's Batman's going to be there. And he'd be like, damn. <laughs> What's on the menu? <laughs> no, you know, I've, I found a better alternative. Okay. Um, I'm going to wait till the leaks come out on YouTube. <laughs> and just watch o- the scenes. On YouTube? With, with Michael Keaton. That's all I'm going to do. You, you watch movies on YouTube? I can. How? Are you talking about paying for it? Like renting it? No. Like people will leak the scenes. I'm not watching scenes with Ezra Miller. And I'm not paying for a ticket to support the movie. You get what I'm saying? I think you are buying a ticket. And the price is your soul. (laughs) Okay. But that's how 
I combat I'm not selling my soul. You are though. No. If I'm YouTubing <laughs> Michael Keaton scenes from the Flash movie. Just go watch Tim Burton's Batman. You get all the Michael Keaton you need and you don't support Ezra Miller in the process. We need as a people to let Hollywood know that this shit's not gonna fly. And the only way we can do that is with our wallets. That's the only way. Hence why. That's why Batgirl got canceled. We said, hell no. We don't want this shit. They listened to us. I kind of wanted it because it had Brendan Fraser in it. See, that's what I'm saying. Member berries are like the boner that guides you. You are a slave to your childhood memories. You're just saying that because it's Batman related. Batman's gay. No. Batman is so lame, dude. Batman is so much better than like who? 60% of Marvel superheroes. Every single Marvel superhero would body Batman. He's a man in a suit. No. He doesn't even have super strength, no. super speed, super You know what he has super plot armor. That's it. Who who do you think is like the godfather of comic books? The godfather? Like the head honcho of comic book superhero stuff. Probably Superman, whom I hate with a passion. But no, I think if I we're talking like a like natural person in all of oh, like Stan Lee. And you know what he said? What? As long as the writer can tell the story. Exactly. He is advocating for plot armor. What he's saying is it doesn't need to make sense. The writer will just write Batman a way out of it. That's bullshit. You going to tell that to his face? Yes, I would. I'd be like, hey, how have you let the Joker go like 12 times and he kills people every time? At no, what I'm point are you going to man up? I'm talking about Stan Lee. Stan Lee's dead. Where was his plot armor? <laughs> Why didn't he write himself out of that, huh? We'll see, there's a difference between you know, fiction and nonfiction. That's my point. Batman makes no sense. Put him in a real-world setting. <sighs> None of these superheroes exist in a real-world real setting. Neither would Batman. Yeah, he would. How do you think a grappling hook works? Because I promise you the way it works in Batman is not how physics work. Okay? Maybe he can make That's one. not how it works. It could. <laughs> <laughs> no. You would have to rewrite gravity itself. Inertia, grip strength, all of that would have to It's retractable. Fantastical. You know what would happen if you tried to do that? I'd fucking bust my ass. As soon as you press the retract button, the grappling hook's just going to pull out of your hand. You think you can hold 200 pounds, whatever you weigh, with just your fingers while you're traveling 60 miles an hour up the side of a building? You think your your hand's going to be enough? It's not going to rip your arm out of its socket if you actually could grip that hard? No, but Batman can. Batman. <laughs> you know what? From now on, from now on, we will refer to him as bitch man and nothing else. No. Yes. No. Yep. You're going to be by yourself on that one. That's okay. It's lonely at the top. Oh, Batman. I just, I hate it. Batman is so ass, dude. No. I, and and I the fact that like... they've told his story 19,000 times just makes me hate it it's more. It's a good story. It's not. Yes, it is. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's Disney. What do you mean? 
every Disney movie, the parents die, the kid goes on an adventure. That's every Disney movie. Man, that sounds like a Marvel movie. Batman is just Disney. Disney in black. He's Disney after dark. That's Batman. That sounds pretty tight. Sounds horrible. (laughs) That sounds horrible. You've got Disney adults at the top of the list of cringiest adults on the planet. Okay. And then I think tied for second place is Harry Potter adults and Batman adults. No, I think... Uh, Actually, I think just like superhero adults in general that spend too much of their time obsessing over superhero stuff. Okay, that's, that's acceptable. I don't fall in that category, but, you know. I don't know. Because I'll be like, yo, Batman sucks because XYZ. You'll be like, uh, actually, in issue 379 of Detective Comics, what you need to understand is... I mean, that's literally you when you're passionate about something, too. I'm passionate about adult things. So am I. And one of those things happened to be Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. You got Batman underwear on right now? No. <laughs> so it all started you when I was like dudes four. Get like, ha, 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 tattooed all over their Fuck arm no. with the, the Joker, no. you know? No. No. <laughs> That's where I draw the line. Like when you that became a thing, like. Batman stickers on the car. No. That's too much. Instead of a lamp, you have like a bat signal that shines on your ceiling. No, like all that kind of shit is too much for me. You would? No. You sure? No. If I got you a bat signal, nightlight lamp, you wouldn't be into it? No. I think. I think you're. It becomes like for the camera. No. When it's like collectibles, that's different. But if it's like a fucking lamp, just give me like a Dollar Tree lamp. Don't you have thumbtacks? On your wall that have toys still in the package hanging from them? Okay, what's your point? Like as a... Collectible? As a decoration in your adult living room. Or adult bedroom, rather. Yeah? What's your point? Are any of them Batman? No. Not one of them? No. They all Predator? Uh, No, the only two I have hanging up are the two you gave me. You think, no, first of all, that's factually inaccurate. Uh, I know what's in your computer. Second of all, what's Batman, in my computer? What's Batman? in my computer? If you know what's in my computer, what's in my computer? Is it an alien? No. You told me it was. No. It's Ash. No. I yes. took him out. Oh, but he was in there. Yeah, for the video. What video? I sent you like a video of like my GPU. No, you said it. that that was like your PC decoration or whatever. Was it your brother that had an alien? Yeah, he had that. It was okay. it's like white and green and he has like the xenomorph hanging from like the chain and shit. What is he hanging like Spider Man? <laughs> like upside down uh, with the No. Very <laughs> <laughs> funny though. Um Batman. Okay. You get rid of plot armor. Okay. We're talking actual real world physics. Okay. Batman versus Predator. Because I think they might have done a comic of that. Yeah, I can't they remember. Did. They did. And I'm sure they had Batman win. Or they teamed up in the end to fight an alien no, or something. Yeah, it was like a draw or something. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, because they did that. And then Batman and Ninja Turtles. Yeah, because they're afraid to alienate <laughs> their fans. Yeah. Um, Real world scenario. Predator versus Batman. I think Predator would win. I think in a real world scenario, the aliens would also beat Predator. Think so? It's, it's it's a lot. It's numbers. Like the whole thing with the aliens is that it's like a horde. It's like insects. 
there's thousands of them, you know? Yeah. Like, I think Predator would hold his own, but there's only so but long is it just you can one? fight. Is it just one if Gaucho? It's, if it's, yeah, one Predator versus aliens, you know? How many of the aliens are there? I, I mean, that's like saying how many zombies are in The Walking Dead. Like, I, I, well, I mean, like you're making this scenario. You got to have a But that's what I'm head. saying. Alien, one alien versus Predator. Yeah, obviously the Yamcha's got it, you know? I'd say even like 10. I don't know. I mean, like they're vicious. They're quick. Their blood is acid. <laughs> if they, if just three of them like dogpile him, even if he kills all three of them, he's just covered in acid at that point. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And then there's still seven more in the room to contend with while he's being eaten alive by this acid blood. Like he's gonna take most of them. I still think he'd die in the end, though. Yeah. I don't know. They kind of like. I think Predator gets plot armor, you know. But at least Predator is like, like they're aliens with alien technology. They can kind of write that stuff into the plot. Batman, they like literally just be making stuff up <laughs> to get him out of these scenarios. You know, not really. The last time you wrote a Batman comic book, bro, he's got a bat credit card. You know what I'm saying? They you just, can't they, be pulling logic out of the two like they, worst fucking movies they will just existing in that make whole universe. Anything Those are the two. up. Make it up. You got a question for us today? <laughs> I do. Why is Batman so cool? <laughs> and you being stupid if you don't like Batman. He, he's the boys. coolest <laughs> ever. Batman um, get girls <laughs> and you don't. <laughs> um, the question is, can you take your current girl on a vacation to a spot you've been already with a previous? Sure. That's how I was looking at it. Sure. I mean, yeah, because uh, for multiple reasons. One, that your ex doesn't own that spot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it, I'm just never supposed to go to Six Flags again? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. And two, uh, why not facilitate new memories at that spot yeah. instead of letting old memories ruin that spot? Yeah. That's you know how what I'm saying? Get it. I mean, unless, you know, she does own the Six Flags. <laughs> if, she, if she's the actual, like, on-paper owner of Six yeah, maybe yeah, not. Maybe, maybe, maybe not, not there. you know? And we I think could, it, it could also depend on, like, the relationship with your ex. How did it end? What You know yeah. what I mean? If it's like... Oh, I was on vacation and she cheated on me in the Bahamas in front of me in the hotel room. Then, yeah, maybe I might not want to go back there. Just you know? get a different room. <laughs> but damn, this one laid out the same way. <laughs> they even got the same sheets. Damn. Um. Yeah. Um, yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, like maybe like it might be weird to like if if, if we're just talking a general vacation. Then yeah, it's whatever. But yeah. like, if it's like, oh, it was your ex wife, and you're taking your new girlfriend to the place that you like proposed to your ex wife. Maybe that I don't know. Yeah, it, it, that might be a little bit more, you know. And it's also like I think it depends on the place. If it's a typical vacation spot, I don't think it matters. Yeah. But if it's something that's very unique, like we found an abandoned clubhouse in the woods, and we would go out there and have picnics. Like, that's not a vacation spot. That's a yeah. really specific thing. 
So that might be weird to like take a new girl there because that place was like literally just for you and your ex. But if it's something like Six Flags or Niagara Falls, like they give millions of tourists, you know, a year. Yeah. So that doesn't matter. I don't think anybody would be keeping track. Yeah. Plus, like, I don't. They're your ex for a reason. Yeah. So why are you letting your current relationship and your current life still be dictated by that relationship that didn't work out? Yeah. Like, that's silly. Stop living in the past. Nick. <laughs> Man up. <laughs> Take her to Walmart. He Buy sent, her a hot dog he, from <laughs> Sam's Club. He sent a laughing face emoji, so I think it was a joke. Do I know him? Because you said it was like a mutual friend thing going on. No, so... Uh, Gigi knows him. Yeah, so... Uh, so I'm assuming Gigi's brother well, probably Nick, knows him. Nick was in like every band growing up. That you were yeah, so Esperanza, My Fair Lady, Table for One, Ever Since the Fire. Yeah. Did you were you ever in a band that had a good name? <laughs> Esperanza's Espionage that's is my, pretty tight. That's my least favorite one. And that's, that's the like, one that, the E E. That's, that's the one so that you're tight. always like, yo, this name is hardly well, no <laughs> that is well, a, not a good well, name. Well, our singer's cat was named Esperanza. And okay. like the whole like gimmick we were gonna like design like like t-shirts and shit it was gonna be like his cat what like is it about goggles we did the same thing <laughs> what is it about like you're like yo let's start a band and like you don't even have a song written yet and you're like but yo. you planted everything and you're trying out. to come up with merch and like this is what the album's gonna be called like and you haven't even written a song yet no it's always trying to be 10 steps ahead i don't think it is <laughs> I think it's uh like the hype around it. It's like wanting to be in a band but not wanting to put in the work. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we don't true. actually play music, but we're a band. Yeah. <laughs> we got shirts. Yeah. Yeah. I think the worst Young one was was definitely uh My Fair Lady. That's the one I hate the most. I was in So the first band ever, which we weren't a band, you know. It was like sixth grade. It was called Slump. <laughs> Um, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. It's a long one. Uh huh. SVDM. Uh, and then we changed our name to uh, <clears throat> Beauty Is You Dead. Ooh, I never want to hear you talk shit about uh, our band names yo, again. Beauty Is You Dead was actually the name of an EP from Thumbscrew. And we thought that was hard. So I hit up Daniel and was like, yo, we're going to call our band this. And he said, tight. I, I like it as an album name, but as a Beauty band Is You name. Dead, B I Y D, taking over the world. Uh, <laughs> I was a, I had a solo experimental uh. grindcore thing where it was all drum machines, you know, and I just screamed over it, uh, which I actually played like three shows called Cry Minotaur Cry. I remember that one. That one's that one's tight. And then me and my friend Josh started a second experimental band called uh, Spartan, and that was the one that was just uh, I did vocals and programmed the drums, and then he played a bass through a distortion pedal, and that was it. That was the whole band. Very experimental. Yeah. I mean, we're talking like '05. Like that was like the height of like experimental grindcore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Give me, there was a couple others. Give me three song names from any of those bands. Uh, and what I want to do is I want to rank them. Rank the song names? Yeah. And I'll give you three I, of mine. I, I actually, 
I'm struggling to remember the names. You can't remember three? Um, I think if I were to pull up Beauty Is You Dead on MySpace, I don't think you can listen to the songs, but I think like the name of the song is still there. Uh, Beauty Is You Dead, MySpace. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. That was loud, loud. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know how to like find this. What I do? Uh, let's see. MySpace.com slash Beauty is you dead? Maybe. <laughs> oh, yep. I f- oh, I found it. Uh, photos, music. No. It, I think it's like it's like official. Literally, I I I tried to look this up because I wanted to listen to the uh. Um. <clears throat> okay, we had one song called Sinners and Smokers. We had one song called When Silence is Deadly and Words are Meaningless, What's Left to Fill the Void. Um, it's a long one. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Man, I just wish they would play. I get an error when I try to play them. That'd be so cool. That's it. Like, they're they're lost to history. I think... Uh, the even the like iPod that I u- used to have them on like mm-hmm. won't boot anymore. Like even like I bought a new power cable trying to get it to turn on and I couldn't get it to turn on. <sighs> yep. And it looks like uh dude, like like I said, like six months ago I went on to MySpace and tried to see if I could get any of our old stuff up. Mm-hmm. And uh there was still like a few photos and stuff that you could find and now it looks like the whole page is is just dead. It's just gone. Like the photos won't load anymore. Um, nothing. Nothing. I might be able to possibly, I think maybe if I went back on Facebook, for, but no, because that was MySpace. So that would have been, I had that before I got Facebook. So yeah, I think it's just gone. Yeah. Like a whole big chunk of my history just gone forever. So Smoker and Sinners. Sinners and Smokers. Sinners and Smokers. Yeah. Okay. What was the. The really long one? Uh, when silence is deadly and words are meaningless, what's left to fill the void? That's number one. And then uh, there was another one on there, but it's like we just put the abbreviated version, and I can't remember what the full name was called. It was like called London Bridge Told Winston Churchill something, something, something. And I can't remember because the thing just says like London Bridge told church and then it cuts off. I have a soft spot for really long song titles, <laughs> because, so that's number two. Because of uh Fallout Boy? No, I was thinking um Devil Wears. Devil Wears Prada. They had the crazy song like But every band we would play with back then had had crazy song yeah. names, you know. We used to play with like a twenty five dollar massacre they had a song called It's Been That Way Since Moby Dick Was a Minnow. And I always thought that was like such a good, that's such a good <laughs> that's song good name. Yeah. Um, Why, do you you remember your song names? You got them pulled out? Yeah, I'm All pulling right. them up right now. Okay. All right, hit me. <laughs> Go ahead. Breakdowns and Broken Slabs. <laughs> broken what? Broken slabs. Slabs? Yeah. Like, like a, a car? car? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, from when I walked from Hawaii to Japan. From when I walked? 
Yeah. From when I walked from Hawaii to Japan. Grammatically, that doesn't make sense. Let me let me double check. That. Why would you use from twice in the same? Song? When I walked from Hawaii to Japan. Okay, that's better. Um, and then wouldn't you swim? That's the irony of it, I guess. Uh, I do not think this word means what you think it means. <laughs> and then trying to think of a BBB kills <laughs> big boobed bitches. Okay. Kills. Okay. That was yep. that was <laughs> that's a mm-hmm. bad one. Yep, that's not good. Um, I think that's probably about where we're gonna wrap <laughs> this episode up. You're not gonna rank them. Oh, you want me to rank them? Yeah, that was the. Uh, I think the order you read them in is the order. <laughs> cool. That they're. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I, I, there's got to be, there has to be some. <sighs> We were doing all that before you could just, like, make a YouTube account, upload music, yeah. you know, Spotify and SoundCloud. Like, none of that was the thing. Mm-hmm. It was all MySpace. And now all those MySpace accounts are, like, dead because they have, they've been inactive for, like, over a decade. Yeah. But there has to be somewhere that, like, I don't know. those old files. Remember I sent you that thing? That was like you could take an old hard drive and just plug it into this device, and then it would rip the like all the files yeah. onto your new hard drive. Do you still have that hard drive? I, that I has literally old? have some laptops like in like my garage from like 15 years ago that are just like sitting in a stack. It might be worth it to like pull the hard drives out of that and see what's on them. I bet that'd be kind of cool, actually. <clears throat> if anything else, just to get some of those like memories back, you know. Yeah, and like I said, I also have an old iPod that I know has has our seven track EP on it, but it won't boot, it won't turn on or anything. And I wonder if there was a way to get like the data off it. that hard drive. Well, because if I reset it, it's gonna wipe it. No, no, no. like it's uh, more like a reboot. My bad, like a soft reboot. Yeah, I don't know. Unless you already tried that. I've tried plugging it into a power device and trying to, like, power it on, and it hasn't worked. But I haven't tried plugging it into a computer to see if it'll, like, let me access the hard drive. Because it could still detect it. Um, Yeah, maybe. If you hold, like, menu, middle button, whatnot. Hmm. All that kind of stuff. Anyway. um, What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Peace. Later.